coming up on The Kim Gravel Show. Y'all, hear me clearly. How will I know if he really loves me? He'll call you. That's why, that's how you'll know he'll call you. (laughs) We spend so much time trying to convince other people that we are great, good, confident, fantastic, date me, love me. And I'm telling you, it's time wasted. This is the Kim Show. Let's just go on and spill the tea. This is one of the realest persons I've ever met. My mission is to encourage every single woman. We're here to lift y'all up. There's no one more effective than moms. You mess with the bull, you gonna get the horns. I need coffee, I need Jesus, and I need therapy. (laughs) (laughs) If you can bring a smile to people's faces, why would you not? True confidence is knowing who you are and why you're here. Hey, y'all, this is Kim Gravel, and this season on The Kim Gravel Show, we are going to be leveling up our lives and stepping into our calling and our purpose, and we're going to do it together. Um, And we're going to start today because this is a really, really, should I say controversial? I'm going to say controversial. Go for it. We are doing controversy tonight, Kim. Well, uh, you know, I I didn't even think about it, but I've been doing all the media for my book. Huh? Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Well, your book uh, comes out in confidence. two weeks, I think, when this airs. Two weeks. I'm pretty sure. Two weeks. Everywhere books are sold. Um, it's called Collecting Confidence. But I had no idea when I was writing these stories about my life and how my journey of collecting confidence has unfolded that I was really being a tad bit controversial about what I think about confidence and how we get it. What do you mean? By, oh, wait, 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 wait. Now I need book. to know. Now I need to know because I've read the book and there's definitely some stuff in there that is maybe controversial, but. You think so, really? Really? Now, Zach, shoot me straight. I don't. Well, <laughs> I think there's some stories. I'm serious. I think there's some overshares that are like good, like good, like, oh, I, I want to know. <laughs> this is. I'm, this surprise, is the real surprise, surprise. Yeah, this is the real Kim right here. I mean, overshares. Yeah. Let's go with that. Let's not go to controversy. No, there is overshares, and I think I think what it is in the book is because even when I was writing it, and my editor would say, "Are you sure we want to say that? Are you sure you want to say it that way?" And I'm like, and I'm so you know whatever I am, whatever you raw, are, real, <laughs> yeah, authentic. Total idiot, whatever you want to call me. I was sitting there going, Yeah, because that's how it happened. And, but she had me thinking, like, Oh my gosh, is this going to really be controversial? I mean, th- there are some, uh, there are some things that are controversial. And one of them we're going to talk about today. But as I was doing the media, Zach, so I'm glad to hear you say that you and my editor agreed. And it sounds like you and some of the other media outlets I've been doing media on for the book agrees as well. We agreed. I recently just did this, this, rather large podcast. And I was talking about some of the concepts of the book and I think he kind of disagreed with me. I mean, he didn't come out and say that, but I could just tell he was kind of challenging the thought process. And I had never thought about that happening being this, this, this particular topic we're going to talk about today being something that might be a little, people might not go, that's stupid. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, here we go. <laughs> so, okay, so wait, um, so you went because, on the podcast and you were like, and the, the host was like, not buying it. Yeah, I mean, he didn't say that, but I just felt like he was going, 
Obviously, that's not been his experience, but I'm going to tell you what I think about that. All right. All right. So what are we talking about today, Kim? Today, I want to talk about the anti-hustle culture, why you don't need to hustle and what you do instead of hustling. Because we are, I mean, that you talk about a hustle culture, babe. It is, it is hustle, you know, to the nth degree. That was me in my 20s. That yeah. was me fully hustling in my 20s. Like, okay, like, let's define hustle. Let's okay. define hustle culture for those who are listening. Define that for me, Zach. What do you think? When you say you hustled in your 20s, what did that look like? Well, thank you, Kim. Thank you. For that, <laughs> we're not talking about an inappropriate movie here, people. Okay? We're not talking about Yeah, this is- We're not talking about sitting in the alley and playing dice and hustling somebody up for some money. Tell, tell oh, me okay. Well, then that wasn't me. That was what I was doing dice in the alley. Could you imagine? No, you Could you aren't. picture me doing dice yeah. in the alley? Okay, no. No, I So cannot. for me, okay, the way it sort of like worked for me is that I was like, if I am like the hardest working person, I will get ahead. And that was it. And and I, that's what I tried to be. And so like, you know, working in production, so I worked in TV production and we're already working 60, 70, 80, 100 hour weeks, no joke. Like seven Minimum. days a week. and. You're just grinding. And then on top of that, I'm trying to do some side project or write some screenplay or do some other thing. And you, you know, it's like, it's like you have your main grind and you have the other thing, and then you have like your side hustle. And like it's just you you can't. I'm not talking about working hard. That's not that's not what I'm talking about on the hustle. Um, it's more of a mentality, the hustle mentality and the hustle culture. I want you to read what hustle means. Oh. Because. This is so interesting. Give it to me. Okay. To obtain by forceful action or persuasion. Bam. Bam. Bam, 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 bam. Obtain by forceful action or persuasion. That's exactly what I'm against. A thousand percent. It has never worked for me. And it, it, it will wear you out. And it might work for you a little bit. But I'm not so sure you'll be content and fulfilled hustling. Let me. Can I read you a part of the book? Yeah. Can I read yes. you part of um, from Collecting Confidence? Up until this point, I had hustled to get ahead. To hustle is to live small. To do almost anything to get ahead. To tell people what they want to hear, but never lie. To get out and grind like your life depends on it. This is what I call the crumb mentality. The crumb mentality is when we think there isn't enough to go around because the world is limited, that we have to press, push, and scrape to get our part of whatever's out there. That's the hustle culture that I am anti-against. That crumb mentality. I love that. So this is the thing. When you hustle... Just think of a little, just think of a little rat. He's out there, he's scurrying. He's trying to get the crumbs. He's trying to get the scraps. You know, I say in the book, life is an all-you-eat buffet. Okay, you can, you can go back as many times as you want. Mm-hmm. You, can get, you can try new things. You, you can take a break, sit it out, talk with your friends, go back, get more. It's, it, it's, it's, it's always there. If you've ever gone to eat at all-you-can-eat buffet, it's always full, it's always hot, it's always steaming, no matter when you're walking in to the Golden Corral, 
thank God for Golden Corral. <laughs> you, you, you always can grab something, and it's, and it's everything. It's seafood, it's salads, it's chicken, it's beef, it's, it's steak. I mean, it's everything. The crumb mentality is I've got to sit, I've got to hustle. I've got to, you know, convince people that this is for me mm-hmm. or to give me something. And that is what I'm seeing a lot of on social media and business. Yeah. This desperate hustle culture to get what's theirs. And I think I was talking to this person and they were sitting there going, oh my God, that's what I do. <laughs> right. Because we think there's a limited, they think there's that's a limited amount of opportunity. Let me tell you something else. Read the definition again. To obtain by forceful action or persuasion. All right, let's talk persuasion. Y'all, hear me clearly. How will I know if he really loves me? He'll call you. That's why, that's how you'll know he'll call you. (laughs) I'm just telling you. We spend so much time trying to convince other people that we are great, good, confident, fantastic, date me, love me. And I'm telling you, it's time wasted. I, I will never forget. That's what I mean. I mean, my dad just said that to me. He said, how will you know? He'll call you. How do you know this is for me? You'll get the job. We spend so much time trying to convince. Okay. Okay. There, uh, I'll be honest with you. There's people that I have met that don't really care for me. And I have sat there going, why don't they like me? I like them. Why don't they like me? I mean, I was just having this conversation a couple of weeks ago. I don't know. They don't. But I'm not trying to convince them. I'm not going to spend my energy trying to convince someone else that they need to like me, to date me, to do business with me, to fill in the blank with me. It's a waste of time. If people don't get you, celebrate you, and believe in you, move on. Don't hustle to get their love, acceptance, or whatever. I'm telling y'all, it's wasted time. And 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 that was another thing that this in particular person was just like, Err? even my even people that were they're helping me edit the book said, really? I'm like, really? It's wasted time. If they don't get it, it ain't for you. They're not for you. And, and, and if they are for you, they'll get it eventually and come back around. That's what I'm talking about. When we talk about calling and collected confidence, and, and, and really this is a book about confidence, but it's also a book about how to find your calling and move in confidence from that. When you get in a place that you are confident in what you're called to do, When people don't get it or don't accept it or don't embrace it, that's okay. Because you know inside and you're confident in that calling, okay? And when you get to that place, and let me tell you something. One day you're high, one day you're low. Look, it's, it's ebb and flows, it waxes and wanes, it's exhausting. But I'm going to tell you what's exhausting will wear you out is trying to hustle and convince people that you're the one. It, it, it will. It, that's why you're exhausted. Listen to me. That's why you're tired. 
We live in a fatigued, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically, fatigued society, fatigued culture. And it's because we are hustling. God don't hustle. Think about this. He don't hustle. He don't have to. And if he's put a calling inside of you, you don't have to either. And you say, well, Kim, okay. What does that mean? What does that mean? Well, you've got to start looking at people, places, and, and things in a different way. It used to be when somebody would, Zach, not like me or, you know, it'd be ugly to me or, or I'd see something on social media, a hater or whatever, whatever they call them these days. They're yeah. just people with an opinion. They're not even haters because, look, we're our own worst haters. I beat myself up more than social media people do. <laughs> I'm telling you. And, I, and look, that, that people aren't haters on social media. They're bored and they're cowards and they got too much time on their hands. Yep. And it's just their opinions. And nine times out of ten, they're hurting too, okay? Yep. But when that kind of, when that comes at you and you don't feel like you fit in somewhere or you don't feel like you belong or you don't feel like this person is understanding or doesn't see you, believe in you, or even love you or like you, let them go. Nice. I'm going to quote a song my daddy used to quote me growing up. If you can't be with the one you love, honey, love the one you're with. This is what I'm saying. We're always wanting the acceptance and validation of other people. And when they don't give it to us, we feel like it's our job to hustle to get it. Mm -hmm. It's not. That is their problem. That is not yours. And when you stop having that kind of crumb mentality, because that's what that is, that is thinking there is less out there. There is a limited amount of money. There is a limited amount of love. There is a limited amount of beauty. There's a limited amount of podcast. And if I don't hustle and try and work and do what I got to do to get where I got to go, I'm not going to get mine. I think we've all been there. I think we've all been in these moments in our lives where we're just like, we're hustling, we're grinding, we're, we don't even know why we're running so fast, but we can't, we feel like we can't stop. That's how I felt at least. Yeah. And just, and, and, or, and, and you can't get ahead either. Yeah. And you feel like, and then, okay, have you ever done this? Oh my gosh, if I don't, if I don't give you an example, yep. if I don't send this email right now, <laughs> it'll never happen. Yep. All the time. If I don't text this friend back right now on my phone, if I don't text her back, she's never going to be my friend again. (laughs) You know, it's funny. I shouldn't say this to you, Kim. I'm actually actively trying to be less good at email. This is something I am working on because I realize the better you are at email, the more emails you get. Like if I respond to every email within five minutes, which is like my sort of norm, then you just get more emails. Then people respond to you quickly and then you respond back. And then it's like 46 emails back and forth. Whereas if I just waited like, you know, four or five hours, written a little more, put a little more thought behind it, maybe it's six emails instead of 40. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you're, you cause more work for yourself. You're, it, hustling is exhausting. Okay. Let me read this again. Until up until that point, I had hustled to get ahead. 
To hustle is to live small, to do almost anything to get ahead. I'm talking about that everyday kind of hustle. Well, you'll do almost anything to get ahead. Yep. Now, everybody who's sitting at home, raise your, or listening to this on the, wherever you're listening to this, raise your hand if you've ever done that, thinking about your kids' grades, your kids' sporting events. That's a perfect way to look at the hustle culture is watch parents with their children in sports. I have a feeling you're guilty and of that, I am Kim. preaching. I think you're guilty of that. I'm so guilty of yep. that. I'm, I have to slap my own face and wake up. You know what I'm saying? Okay. To hustle is to live small, to do almost anything to get ahead. Watch this, watch this, watch this. To tell people what they want to hear, but never lie. To get out and grind like your life depends on it. And that's what I call the crumb mentality. To hustle is to live small. To think small to accept small. If you have to convince someone to buy your product and tell them an almost lie, <laughs> to hustle and grind to the point that you're neglecting your family, your health, your personal mental well-being, stop. If you got to convince someone to love you to tell them exactly what they want to hear, but don't tell a lie. Come on now. I'm telling somebody something right now. You're telling me something right now. If mm -hmm. you've got to change who you are or work and work to the point that you're exhausted and grind to have their love, they're not for you. How will you know if he really loves me? He'll call you. You'll know. If it's for you, you'll know. Now, what we do have to do is work hard. Work hard on ourselves. Work hard, Zach, on our, our mental preparation. I like to call that the power weight. Mm -hmm. When you're in the power weight, you're not sitting there feeling sorry for yourself or trying to hustle to come up with an opportunity. You can't create opportunities, y'all. We can't. The society tells us that. I've seen a million self-help books going, create your own opportunity. You can't. You can't create opportunity. You cannot. So wait, so you're saying you can't create your own opportunity, but I know that you are mm -hmm. such a huge fan and such a believer in manifestation. So where right. do those two things fit together? But manifestation is not opportunity. Manifestation is what it is. Mm. How it gets to you, you got, you've got to trust God for that. Mm. You can't create the way. He is the way. You can't create the way. <laughs> I, I, it, it's so simple, it's stupid. <laughs> I believe in the KISS method. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. I mean, I know I'm not naturally blonde. I know it's hard for y'all to believe. But honest to God, I'm not that bright. Okay. I'm just not. I'm not. I have to reread two or three sentences just to make sure I read it correctly. I, I, I don't comprehend things well. Zach will tell you I have to sit here and read the prompter about the same intro we do every single time. Every single time. Shrek's like, really? Do you need this? I want it. I got to have it. I mean, it's my show. I say the same thing every week. I want the prompter. Yep. I mean, okay. I'm telling you, I'm not that bright. 
I'm confident. <laughs> I'm confident in the fact that I'm not that bright. I'm confident in the fact that no one can build people up better than me. They might do it just as good as me, but they don't do it any better. Yep. I know what I'm here for. And y'all, that's where true confidence comes in. Confidence, there is a surface level of confidence that comes with repetition and experience and practicing what you're doing. But that deep down soulful confidence that's in my heart and in my soul, it comes from knowing that I don't have to hustle because what is out there for me is for me. And what is out there for you is for you. A lot of us are out there working hard to get the opportunity and not doing the hard work on ourselves. We should be working on ourselves in that power wait. That means that moment where you're waiting on your opportunity to find you. When you're waiting for your mate, your husband, your partner to find you. When you're waiting on that true love. When you're waiting on that business break. When you're waiting, all of that. Opportunity will come with you to you with ease, which is the absence of difficulty or effort. It's effortless. Yep. Now, the next book might be Hang On for the Ride when you get your opportunity because the hard work is really going to start. The reason I don't believe in the hustle culture is because what you see, the opportunity that you see for yourself, is so small in comparison to what God has for you. Boom. I don't want you to hustle because you're going to be thinking too small, baby. You're thinking about the crumbs. I'm sitting here going, you can have an all-you-eat buffet, get a clean plate every time you go back. Can you give us an example? Okay, I, I, want, I want an example from maybe like from your life where what you... And they're all in the book. Or from the book, from the book. Somewhere where like you imagined for yourself something and then okay. waited... Okay power-weighted, let it come to you, and yes. it was so much bigger than yes. you could imagine. I wanted to be on QVC for a long, long, long time, since 2006. So I, I wrote in my journal, I wanted to be on QVC. I wanted to have my own brands on QVC. 2006. Yeah. Closed that journal, put it aside, lived my life, had two babies, did Kim of Queens, never pursued yeah, right. it. That was before that Kim never, of Queens. That was like... That was like... Years before, almost a decade before Kim McQueen. Yeah. 2006. Never worked on it. Never thought about it. Never did anything about it. Never tried to create nothing. Didn't try to get on QVC. None of that. Yeah. 2006. 2016, we're launching on QVC. <laughs> Ten years later, we're launching on QVC. Wow. The opportunity found me once mm -hmm. through my agent. For business reasons, you can read about it in the book. wasn't a good move for me. I had to turn it down. I will never forget. I was standing. I had no bra on, a moo moo nightgown. I was cooking fried pork chops for my children and my husband, who don't even eat meat. And I was frying pork chops. And Amy called me on the phone, and I said, I'm taking this opportunity. She said, you can't take it. You got to turn it down. If it's meant for you, it'll find you again. This is actually one of the most memorable parts of the book for me because I know right. the story of how you got on QVC and I'm like, this isn't the story. This what's happening right now. And then when yes, you it turn was. it down, I was like, you're turning it down. Why? Are you I, I got stressed reading it. I'm like, how, what is it down. happening? 
But, but think about it, Zach. I mean, it would be like the biggest opportunity of your life to change the trajectory of your life. And you're going, nah, I think I'll pass. Right. It wasn't right. Yeah. Three months, for, for whatever reason, read the book, you'll get the details. Three months later, almost to the day, the opportunity found me again. And we said yes. Yeah, you're right. I never one time, the only thing Amy and I ever did to pursue QVC was to print off a 500-page manual about how you get on QVC in 2006. <laughs> I wrote it in my journal, and we never did anything with it. It sat there for 10 years. Mm -hmm. So what I'm trying to tell y'all is you can have those stories too. And I wasn't 20 when that happened. Yep. I mean, I didn't get on QVC till my, what, mid-40s? Yep. Late 40s. God, late 40s. Mm -hmm. So I'm just telling you, try it. Yep. Try it. If you don't believe me, try it. And that's what I'm saying when I said I've been talking about the book, Zach, is that everybody is kind of, when I'm saying this, they're like, how, how I? It, it makes people feel uncomfortable because we've always known we got to work kind of hard, just out grind everybody. Get our guarantee, get yours. Say yes. Uh, mm -mm. <laughs> you can do that if you want to. Every time I've hustled, it has, I've lost money, time, energy, and confidence. Every time I've hustled. Hmm. So let me talk to you about you say, Kim, what do I do in the meantime yeah. when my opportunity has not found me? What do I do while I'm waiting for that opportunity to find me? Yeah. This is straight from the book. Power waiting is an antidote to the desperation of the hustle culture. Read that again because it's good. Mm -hmm. Power waiting is an antidote to the desperation of the hustle culture. God doesn't hustle. Hustling is all about seizing every second, hurrying every day, and taking advantage of every so-called opportunity. But God doesn't need opportunity. He is opportunity. He doesn't have to hustle, and neither do you. There's a scripture I love, but if, but if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. Mm. But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. That's what you do instead of the hustle, and that's what you do when you're waiting. I've wasted so much time, emotional energy, and money trying to make things happen. What is meant for you will find you. And people, that takes faith. <laughs> that takes extreme faith and confidence. In my faith is in God, but also I have extreme faith that he's going to show up for me and that there's something for me or I would not be breathing right now talking to you. And he has something for you. You have got to believe that for yourself. We spend a lot of time, Zach, trusting our computers, trusting that the internet's going to work. We trust that uh, you know, when we get in our cars and drive, we're going to be safe. There's a lot of things that I look at and go, why the heck do we trust that? Why do we have faith in that? <laughs> we have faith in a lot of things we can't see in this world. Yep. Oh, yeah. Have a little faith in yourself. 
have a little faith that that opportunity is yours and yours alone. And everybody, there's there's limitless opportunity out there for you and for me and for you, Zach, and for everybody listening. It's out there for all of us. Have a little faith in that. I'm telling you, stop hustling. Stop trying to scrape around and 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 grasp and and grope and hold and collect the crumbs. We live in a culture that thinks that we have control and that we can make things happen and that we're smart enough and uh, we're not. But what's meant for you is going to find you, regardless of what everybody else is doing, if you will let it. What if you know what you're meant to do and it starts Mm -hmm, to come mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. you and you're too scared and you don't let it and you start pushing back, right? Like, I think there are so many people, I think about some of the people who've talked to you on the show, the self-sabotage, the getting in your own head, the negative self-thoughts, like all those things that are sort of attacking you that are trying to, you know, erode your confidence, stop you from acting, make you kind of freeze. How do you, how do you deal with that when you're trying to be conscious and be thoughtful about, you know, letting yourself find this, this calling? First of all, that's very normal. <laughs> it's very normal to be scared half to death when something finds you. Yep. But I will tell you, during that power wait, if you are patiently preparing for the opportunity, your confidence level to step into that will be a lot stronger. Mm-hmm. Let me give you an example. Mm-hmm. Single people. Okay. When you're single, you're dating. You might be on a dating app. You're pursuing. You're seeing what's out there. You're, you're doing the little bit of hard work that you've got to do during the waiting period. But while you're waiting, you're not obsessing about trying to find that mate. You are preparing yourself to be that mate so that when you find them, A, you'll recognize them, and B, or when they find you, however, you know, A, you'll recognize them, and B, you're ready for the relationship. Like, the only reason I have the little bit of success that I have is because of all the lived experience. I've waited more than I've won. (laughs) I have waited more than I've had the wins in life, people. Ten years. Isn't it always that way? Like, you, you hear about the overnight successes and those people are like, this isn't an overnight success. Like, I've been making music for 22 years and like now I'm breaking out or I've been doing whatever for I've been I wrote seven books and now this one's a bestseller, like whatever it is. Right. Right. Because I think true confidence comes from lived experiences. Through going around that mountain and having to get that. Experience. I want to read one last thing about it. Um, okay. I say, what is meant for you will find you. It will show up. You don't have to beg for it. And you don't have to settle for what's offered. I think a lot of times during that waiting period, Zach, mm-hmm. we just go, I mean, I think of a story in the Bible, you know, Sarah. 
and Abraham, and he promised them a son, and she got impatient yep. and couldn't wait. And so she took matters into her own hands, and she did the hustle, right? <laughs> she started hustling, baby. That hustle. It didn't work out for her. <laughs> she got angry and mad and <laughs> ticked her off. And her promise and her opportunity still came. I mean, he, God honors his word, and he, he gave Sarah a son, but... All the grind and the heartache that went through all that because she took matters into her own hands. And I think I want to say to everybody, don't settle. Don't settle. Don't take what's just offered. You don't have to. So when you're waiting and you're tempted to get in the hustle culture again and say, well, you know, it's not happening, and so I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to settle for this, or I'm just going to take this job. I'm just going to marry this person. I'm just going to, you know, give up on this. Don't settle. And you mean settling is like, I know if I marry this person, I know I'm just going to be like pushing and pushing and pushing. I know that like, it's going to be a hustle. Tell me why I know. Ask me how I know that. Right. How do you know that, Kim? Read the book, chapter, <laughs> I think, four. Yeah, I was going to say, chapter, yeah, early. All of this, all of this, I, I'm telling you, I'm not that bright. You've I say it. I'm the wisest person that I know because I'm not that, because I don't know nothing. All I'm telling you is my lived life experience. And I know this has worked for me. And I believe these truths will work for you. Love it. All right, y'all. When we come back, we've got a special little something. We're going to close this uh, episode out. It, I can tell you, though, you know, don't hustle to come back. Just come on back. Just come on back. <laughs> we don't want you to hustle. <laughs> hey, y'all. Kim Gravel here, and I'm excited about my book that's releasing very, very soon called Collecting Confidence. And I wrote it because I want everyone to feel confident and be the confident person that you already are and walk in it. Um, I'm hoping that when you read it, you're going to be encouraged. You're going to be inspired. You're going to laugh a little. And also you're going to take my stories of my life, the experiences, the ups, the downs, the ins and outs, the highs, the lows. And it's been that thread in my life that has given me the confidence to be who I was meant to be. And I wanted to do the same for you because you already have it inside of you from the day you were born to right now. It's time to start where you are to become everything you were meant to be. And in Collecting Confidence, it will encourage you to do just that. Collecting Confidence comes out April 25th, and you can pre-order it now wherever books are sold. Let's all do this thing together and walk boldly, y'all, in your collected confidence. Skip the meal prep this summer with Factors Ready to Eat Meals and enjoy all these warmer and sunnier days, y'all. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month while the subscription is active. I love my Factor Meals and I've started hiding them from my family because they love the weekly menu of 35 options and the more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, Lunch, even snacks and beverages. I'm telling you, they've got everything to help you feel good about what you're eating all day long. Y'all, they're delicious. They're high quality, chef prepared, absolutely never frozen, and they're on the table in less than two minutes. Factor meals eliminate all the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Y'all, I don't have time for all of that. All you do is simply heat it up and savor the good stuff. 
Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code Kim50 at factormeals.com slash Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus an extra 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hopefully you won't have to hide your factor meals like I do because they're that good. Maybe you will. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed. So you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, we're back. Zach, you've got something for us, don't you? I close this. <laughs> I do, Kim. This episode. I out. feel like you know this is like I've been I've been hustling. That's actually not true. I haven't been hustling at all. The fans have been hustling a little bit in a good way. I'm gonna say it's good hustling. Oh, good, good, good. All right, because <laughs> I. Okay, so a couple weeks ago on the show, I said, and we'll roll the tape. I said this. Right now, if you send us, if you send us, just text, text the, text the number here. Just I'm going to give you the number right now. Hold on. I'm, t- I'm giving, I'm giving the audience the number right now. They can text. I want to get memes to this number. Dude, 404-913-6460. Whoever said, text me the funniest meme is going to get something. I don't know what it is it. yet. Just, I'm making no promises. It it's going to be something. And <laughs> you're going to get gonna it. Big. It's going to be big. big. Kim says it's going to be big, so it's actually going to be big. (laughs) It's going to be something substantial. Okay. So we said that on the show, Kim, and we said it was going to be big. We did. Okay. So do you know what the result of that is? (laughs) So the, the number, the number, the text number is a Google voice number. So like it all goes to an email. And I'm going to text everyone back, but I didn't check it for a few days because I've been sick and my kids have been sick and whatever. I check it and it was like, text, 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 text. I had so many memes <laughs> in my email. Aren't they fantastic? <laughs> Have you seen? I want to see them. Oh my them. gosh. All right. So Where I, picked, are they? I picked like six or seven best ones. I'm going to, I'm going to post them. And then Kim. You- oh, I'm obsessed with memes. <laughs> okay. And, and like TikToks and funny things. I mean, that brings me such joy. Y'all have no idea. You're getting ready to just boost my joy mon- meter. So here are the best memes that we were sent. <laughs> so this one says. When she asks you if she looks fat and you reply, no, it's autocorrect to move. No, 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 so tell us what we're seeing. Because this is for the people who are just listening to the show. This is, this is Baby Yoda screaming, I'm in danger. And I'm it says, danger. read it, Kip, read it, Kip. When she asks you if she looks fat and you reply no, and it autocorrects to moo like a cow, y'all. Like a cow. I'm in danger. Oh, no. I'm in danger. Okay. So that's, I would agree with that. So that's the first one. <laughs> it's a pretty good okay. one. That's the one to beat. Love that. Okay. The second one. So it's... it's Self-confidence. <laughs> so it's a, it says self-confidence like a poster, and it's a man wearing a cape. Looking in yeah. the mirror going, not bad. <laughs> not bad. And you know what? I like it. <laughs> so self-confidence. If you have that, the rest comes easy. So that's a good one. Oh, that's I, right in our wheelhouse. Amen to that. <laughs> yep. All right. All right. <laughs> so how's your day going? So there's porta potties on the back of a truck going into under a bridge 
that it's not going to clear. The porty parties are not going to clear. So and there's a there's a convertible right behind. It. Right behind it. That's about to get a surprise. And why would that convertible be f- that? I need that for like my family tax strand. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, and then someone sent you, you. Oh, you got you got to say it. She's more redneck than Britney Spears with a bag of Cheetos. Or you could have said she's more redneck than Kim Gravel with a bag of Cheetos. Either one of that would have been oh great. This one makes okay. me feel like this is, no offense, but this is like reminds me of the, uh, the, Hardy, the Hardy Girls <laughs> a little bit. I think this is the winner. I think this is the winner. <laughs> it's four squirrels sticking their head through one small hole in a tree. And it says, when your circle is small, but you're all nuts. I think that's the winner. <laughs> okay. And then this is the last one. And the thing about this last one is that most of these were just sent. No context. Just sent the meme. And I love that. Just like sent. Into it. Right? This next one, yeah. this, this person said uh, that she made her own meme. And this is her homemade meme that she made for us, for the show. Oh, I love it. Okay. Okay. Time is pressed to waste it. Wow. <laughs> Time is precious, waste it wisely, and it's just a dog just chilling. So I'm sitting there thinking, is she saying listening to the podcast is wasting it wisely? Oh my gosh. You know, it's funny. So in India, I lived in India That's for fantastic. a while. And so in India, my favorite thing was that when they're like, when they're rating movies, like they have thumbs up, thumbs down or whatever, they have like uh-huh. a bad rating for a movie is called time pass. Like, oh, this movie's not good. It's just time pass. There's just something about sitting there, just mindless, wasting time watching frivolous TV or listen to a podcast or whatever that is so yummy good. Is this the winner, Kim? Is it the nuts? <laughs> Are we all nuts? Is this it? I'm going to do the nut okay. one. The nut one is the, the winner. And the I winner. say we you, just call us and we'll let you know. I, I don't okay. know if we could say it on you I'm know, text all, all it. platforms. I will text whoever sent this nut one. I'm going to text them tonight and I'm going to tell tell her that she big, won. A big, big Bell gift card. Boom. Huge. Huge. Million dollars. I don't think I could say that. Okay, Definitely exactly. not a million dollars. You can't. <laughs> not a million dollars. <laughs> when your circle is small, <laughs> but you're all nuts. I mean, it's not perfect. That's my world, people. We're just all squirrel trying to get a nut out here. Thank you for listening to the Kim Gravel Show. And remember, we're anti-hustle culture. Your opportunity is coming. We love you. Rate, review, let people know we're out here trying to share that message of confidence with everybody. We love y'all so much. See you next week. Love y'all. Love ya. Power waiting is an antidote to... to bre- uh, anti- is that how I say antidote? Antidote, yeah. Antidote. Okay, making sure, because you know what? Like I said, I got to read two or three times. And I wrote it. <laughs> Power waiting. Shut up, Shut Zach. Up, sorry, sorry. Power waiting. <laughs> just this living is, out this my, is, my truth. Welcome to <laughs> welcome to the credits, because this is going to make the cutscene. <laughs> Let's go. We got this. <laughs> got it. Okay, here we go. The Kim Gravel Show is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Our associate producer is Kathleen Grant, the brunette exec. Production help from Emily Breeden and Sarah Noto. Our cover art is designed by Sanaz at Mamarian Creative and Mike Kligerman edits the show. And a special thanks to the team at QVC. Head over to thekimgravelshow.com and sign up for our mailing list. Again, we can't do this without you, so thank you for listening.
and we love you.